Hi, Mama. Welcome back. I'm so excited to be here with you today. I hope you had an amazing New Year's. Oh, I just love New Year's. It's so great. I, I know I talked about this last time, but oh, just the freshness of the new year and this time when everyone's goal setting and dreaming and it's just the best. And I know that for many of you, you've probably made New Year's resolutions or goals for the new year before. And um, I know those have the reputation of being uh, generally kind of a laugh, right? Like we set these goals, these resolutions, and they last for a couple weeks, a couple months if we're lucky. And then, you know, by mid-year, we forgot what they even were. And I think that can be really common. And I think part of, I, I have some ideas about why that is. And so I'm excited to help you hopefully form a new plan, something that can actually stick with you throughout the entire year, something that you can actually put into action and sustain. And so I'm excited. And this, you know, we're continuing our series on being a peaceful mom. And I actually think this is a really key component. If we don't have plans, if we don't have a vision, if we don't know where we're heading, if we don't have motivation to continue growing and moving, we are going to lack peace. We, you know, just like if you're driving down the road and you don't know where the directions are taking you, you're not going to be at peace, right? Like you need to know the destination. You need to know how, not just the destination, but how to get there, right? And if you don't have those directions, at least, I don't know, maybe some of you, I know my dad, <laughs> He would call it Zen motoring. Oh my gosh, it's so great. And he would, you know, kind of sense which direction to go. And so some of you might be that way um, and might be good at it even. You know, I'm sure that often got us lost a few times. I can't remember the details. Uh, I just remember how hilarious it was. But, you know, I think sometimes if we just rely on our Zen motoring, we might get there eventually. It just might take us longer or, you know, our motoring, our Zen motoring might be completely off and we might end up in a completely different place than we want to be. So I think this is such a key component of being a peaceful mom is having this clear plan. And so we're going to dive into that today and I'm really excited. But this is also something that we are talking about in the Academy. I have a couple big announcements for you about the Academy today. I'm really excited to share them with you. But first, I just want to share like, I know I've, I've touched on it, but this is a crucial part of the Academy. The last two weeks, we're really focusing on what the future looks like. And we're going even deeper than today. You know, today we're just taking a dive, um, looking in at ourselves and looking at the next year. But the Academy is a much bigger vision. We're going to go much deeper into ourselves and um, what God has created in us. Because I believe that when we vision cast, when we look to the future, we have to start inward first. We have to start by looking at what we bring to the table, what God is saying to us, what he created us to do. And, and if we don't start there, our vision, our direction we're heading is going to be off. And so, you know, today we're going to do that a little bit, but the Academy is a much deeper dive into ourselves. What is in there? What is God saying? What were we created to do? How can we know what that is? And we're going to look deeper at that and then cast even farther out into the future than just a year so that you can really have a vision for where God is calling you to. And you might not have the full picture. You probably won't because often we cannot handle the full picture right now, but you're going to have like a, a bigger idea of where God might be taking you. And even if God doesn't 
fully answer you in those two weeks, you're going to know how to continue to seek his voice in that because you know, you might not be ready for it, but I'm going to give you the tools and the framework to be able to figure that out and to be able to continue to seek God's guidance. If it's not, if it's not waiting right there, which usually it's right there, but sometimes God wants to take us on our longer journey. So I'm so excited for that. If you love this idea of knowing the future, of knowing what you're meant to do, of knowing your purpose, of knowing even like what you bring to the table, because I think that can be so confusing sometimes. Often the things that we are best at are these invisible things that we just assume everyone is good at. We assume everyone knows how to do it. And so we, we can't even see it ourselves. And so we need an outside perspective. We need a framework. We need God's voice to help guide us in that. So if you want all of that, make sure you jump into the Academy just a few weeks until we launch. I'm so excited. We are launching the first round on January 18th. There's limited spots available. Okay. And the big announcements I promised. First of all, my mentor, Chelsea Joe Moore from Systemize Your Life podcast will be teaching inside of the Morning Mama Academy. I'm so excited. She's going to be bringing her teachings on fundamental needs, which is so life-changing. Like, you know, I have an episode all about how it's not about self-care, like we need to take care of ourselves holistically. And she has a system for this. It is an incredible system that I have been implementing in my life as of late. And I like the change is ridiculous. It, it's, it's just this incredible way to actually get in what we need to thrive, what we need to show up as our best selves, because, you know, we're working on all this healing together and we're learning about how we're feeling and our reactions and we're diving into our relationships, but we have to have healthy rhythms to sustain this. We have to be able to care for ourselves in all the ways that we need in order to really even have the capacity to go there, have the capacity to dive deeper into relationships, to goal set, to dream. And so I am so excited. She's going to be in there. You're going to love her. If you don't, if you haven't listened to her podcast, it is incredible. Highly recommend going and checking it out. It's been a game changer in my life. I really feel like she has all of um, the strengths that I'm lacking. (laughs) All of like the things that she is good at are the areas where I am weak. And so I'm just so grateful for her. And I cannot believe she's going to be in the Academy. So stoked. The other big announcement I wanted to share with you is that there has been some of you that have been struggling with the pricing and I get it. We're going to talk in a couple weeks about investing in ourselves and what that looks like and how to set a boundary so that we can, um, you know, take this time, energy, money for ourselves. And we'll talk about that. But I know budgets and limitations are so real. Like I get that. And I would never want you to go beyond your budget. I would never want you to stretch your family. That is not what we're here for. So I have a new pricing option. You can get started for as low as 97 a month. I really hope that helps some of you out so that you can set aside less than 100 a month so that you can jump in and do this work and be all that God is calling you to be. If you feel like this is on your heart, if God is calling you to this, then maybe that is that is your solution. Maybe that is it. I hope that helps. Go over to morningmamaacademy.gr8the8.com morningmamaacademy.gr8.com or it's linked below in the show notes. 
and you can find out all the information you need. Please don't hesitate to ask any questions that you have. You can always email me at support at morningmama.co or message me on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. I'm here to answer your questions and to support you in any way, really. So not just for the Academy, but all the things. So I hope you check that out. I'm so excited about these updates. And without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. All right, mama. So I have created a three-part system, if you will, now that I'm in Chelsea Joe's world and she's all about systems. I started realizing I like have some systems and I didn't even think to call them that. Like the whole restoration theory that I talk about is really a system on how to understand what you're feeling and understand your reactions. And I didn't realize that. I'm like, that's a system. It's a system. This is so cool. So anyways, some of the things I talk about, I'm, I've created these systems to, to do this process. So this is a three-part system, and this is really going to help you set what I call a focus for the year. So instead of a goal or um, a resolution, we're going to call it a focus because I really want it to be encompassing of the entire year and goals. You, you know how much I love goals in the Facebook group. We're always talking about goals and those are great, but I just feel like they can be limiting in some ways. And so if we can create a focus, it can carry with us through the entire year. So the first step to creating a focus is of course, go to God. This is always my number one step because we got to have God's voice before we do anything else. And how, how I see this, how I've learned, I did not create this idea, but at some point, someone told me about this idea of each year asking God for a word. So this is one word when just not like every once in a while, I'll have a phrase, but usually it's just one word, just a word, not a, and this will set the focus, the theme of the year. Now this, this might be unrelated to the focus that you set, but I think well, and I'll, I'll explain the rest of how to set that focus. But I think most of the time, God is going to align it with your focus. And sometimes it's without you even knowing it. So for example, last year, I really felt God saying that my word was walk. And and then I also later heard, wait, because I... <laughs> I had like, you know, before the year even began, I was ready to walk. Like I've talked about how excited I was to step into my calling and to step further into what God had for me. And so I was so eager for this. And so I was looking for every opportunity to jump and walk. And so he had to kind of add in a word for like the first month, really, because really after the first first month, I got to start walking. But that first month was all about waiting on his voice and, and 
letting him guide me in this, in this process of showing me what these steps were. And so my word was walk. And I had no idea that that would encompass all that this year held really for me. That meant like to step into all of these things he had for me, step into ministry, step into podcasting, step into all these courses I've taken. I've taken a lot of courses this year for my business, for myself, I think part of the reason that God called me to build a course is because I love them so much and I've had so much life change from them. And yeah, step into coaching, step into building this program, step into all of these things, step into speaking even. Uh, you know, I've had a speaking gig and I have more that are coming. And it was this theme of walk, following him, taking one step after another. It wasn't run, even though it felt like running at times, but it was just walk, walk with me. And that has encompassed everything that this year has held. And each year that I've done this, I can look back and look at all that God did through it. And oftentimes in the beginning of the year, I really have no idea what the word means. Like sometimes it takes months to really figure out what God meant by that. And so that's why I'm even saying like, you know, this word might feel unrelated to the focus I'm going to help you create, but it, it probably actually is related. So Whatever God says, like just lean in, create some quiet space, lean into the voice of the Holy Spirit, ask God to speak to you and, and wait to see what he says. And for me, often when it is the correct word, God will confirm it in all these ways. I will start seeing it everywhere. I will, um, verses will have it. People will say it to me. It's been crazy to look back and see how God has confirmed it. And then even throughout the year, how God continues to confirm it. And for this year, you know, I'm recording this before the new year and I think I have my word, but I'm just waiting on some confirmation because I just want to make sure I haven't seen that confirmation yet. So I just want to make sure that is my focus. I hope it's my word because it excites me, which probably means it's a good sign, but I just want to lean in a little bit further and wait on that confirmation. So sometimes like I, I hear the word and I kind of know right away, oh, this is my word. I, I, I could see that. I feel it. Um, and sometimes I have to have that kind of secondary confirmation. So lean in hear what God has to say, and then wait to see what he's going to do with that. And he is going to show up in amazing ways. I love doing this every year. It's one of my favorite things to do. Okay, so that's step number one. Make sure you lean into God's voice. Ask him for a word for the year. Now, number two, what you're going to do is you're going to look. This is more going uh, internally. This is more looking, using your mind and reflecting on the past year. And we want to do this with God, but we're going to kind of look back to the past, look back to the last year and see what it holds. So if you listen to the last episode, we talked all about looking over the last year and asking asking yourself the three questions. What did you do well? What was hard? And what do you believe God is calling you to this year? So you really want to go and look at those results. Like what stands out to you? What do you believe God is calling you to this year? So really take that. And if you haven't done that, I really encourage you to sit down and spend some time with God. Ask, invite him into that process. Ask him to show you what you did well, what was hard and what he's calling you to in this next year and invite him into that process. And I have a kind of a secondary part to this that, that you can go in and deeper in. And this is going to kind of be like this, this life assessment, 
uh, to make sure you didn't miss anything, to kind of double confirm this is the area, or maybe maybe there's a couple things that you feel like God is calling you to this year. And really with the focus, we really want to aim for just one big theme, because again, we don't want to burn ourselves out. We don't want to stretch ourselves too thin, our focus too wide, because when, then we get overwhelmed and give up by month two. And so what we want to do is find the one thing that God is going to call us to focus on this year. And we'll talk in a minute how there's going to be some related things that we're going to have to do along with it. But the goal is to find the one thing that he wants to focus on this year. Just like there's one word, you know, there's not five words. There's not three words. There's one word. So we want to find our one focus. So as part of this exercise, I really encourage, even if you've done the first part, to go over the second part. And what this is going to look like is just spending some time journaling. So write these down, take notes, and then go and spend some time journaling and ask God to to reveal to you as well in that process. So these are the categories I want you to go through and rank yourself. Where are you at? Like, you know, even one to 10 can be helpful. Like, how well do you feel like it went this year? And then why? Why did it go well? Why did it not go well? And this is kind of based loosely on the fundamental needs that I was telling you about that Chelsea Joe is going to teach on, which I'm so pumped. But this is what I want you to do. Go in. Okay. So physically, starting physically, how did it go? You know, we're talking your body, your health, which means nutrition, sleep, exercise, how you feel, all of that. Along with that, you know, we're talking physically about your home. How, how was your home? How is the environment in your home? Is it under control? Is it complete chaos? Where are you at in that? So your physical environment, how did that go? Next, go to your spiritual environment. What does that look like? How are you doing with God? How did you do time-wise with God? Maybe you feel connected to God, but you're like, oh, but I'm kind of not reading my Bible much. And, you know, I'm kind of really taking the grace side of things where I know God is with me at all times and, you know, we stay connected, which is so great. But I do really believe in spending intentional time with him um, every day if possible and really getting into his word, the Bible. And so, you know, how is that going for you? What does that look like? Where are you at with church? Are, because I believe that is another fundamental thing that we need as we seek God is, is a church body to be a part of, to serve, to be spoken into, to speak to others through. All of it is essential. And so where are you at with church? Are you in a church at all? Are you plugged in? Are you just kind of attending and then ducking out. And I know it can be complicated with COVID, but, but where are you at? The third one is calling. So where are you at in your calling? We've talked about calling and talked about how it's not just this thing you're going to do in the world, this job, but it's, it's more than that. First, we're called to be good wives. Then we're called to be good mothers. We're called to be daughters of the King, even before those things. Um, and then also it can be this, this job or this vocation, this, uh, physical thing we're doing in the world outside of our homes and outside of our families. And so in all of those things, how are you doing? How is it being a wife? How are you fulfilling that calling? Where, where would you rank yourself? And then the fourth one is mentally. Where are you at mentally? Where are your, where's your thought life? How are you doing with that? Is it filled with anxiety? Is it filled with anger? Is it filled with bitterness? What does your thought life look like right now? And then your reactions. How are you? Are you in control of your reactions? Are you lashing out in anger? Are you withdrawing? Are you able to stay present? You know, maybe it is positive. Where are you at mentally? Are you uh, in, in the middle of a depression? Like what? where would you say that you're at? Okay, then we're going to go through all of our relationships. This is the next category. 
So look at all of your relationships. Look at your relationship to yourself. How is that going? How are you doing with uh, believing in your identity in Christ and not comparing yourself and uh, just diving into this belief of inadequacy? Where, Where are you at with your husband? Where are you at with your kids, your family of origin, your friends, leaders? Do you have leaders in your life that you're allowing to speak into you? And people that you're leading. Do you have people that you're speaking into? Now I'm going over this really fast. These are just some general categories to get you thinking, to, to reflect on, to rank, to answer the questions of why is it going well or why is it not going well? So spend some time doing all of that. And really, this is just like a cool check-in at the end of the year. Where are you at? You know, each year, if you do this, you can really get this assessment for how, how you're doing. Like, are you growing? Are these, these categories stagnant? And we're always going to be up and down in things, you know, we never arrive at healing, but this can kind of give us this window into how we're doing, how we're growing, how we're progressing. So spend some time with all of that. And then as you look at it, you know, after you finish it, reflect on all of it, like what stands out to you? What is the biggest area of need that you see? What is the category that that was the hardest you see? You know, you go back as well to those three questions. What went well? What was hard? What is God calling you to this year? Kind of take it as this big picture to reflect on. Just take in all of the data and see if there's one thing that stands out to you. I know I shared with you in the last episode about how my marriage, I just really feel like I need this year to pour into my marriage. And and it's not like we're, you know, on the brink of divorce or, you know, just doing horribly. I just realized that was like my weakest area. And that was something that, you know, I really wanted to pour into. And especially after this year of building and walking and all of these new things, it makes sense that that area needs a little bit more focus this year. That is where I'm going to spend my focus. And so, Take the time, pray about it too, see what God says and figure out what area it is that you need to focus on. And this area of focus would be the the goal for the year, the resolution, whatever it is, whatever you want to call it. This is the area we're going to focus on. Okay. And then step number three is looking at that focus and we can't just stop at naming it. Okay. Because it's great to realize it. I mean, it's huge to realize what the focus needs to be. It's so good. But if we just stop at saying, okay, this year I'm going to focus on my marriage. Okay, well, what does that look like? How do I know if I'm doing that? What, when do I do that? I don't know how to do this. (laughs) So we have to then answer the question, how, how am I going to focus on it? And when, when am I going to focus on it? So the how would be, okay, I'm going to pray faithfully for my marriage and make sure that Every day I'm praying for my husband, I'm praying over my marriage, I'm praying over my tongue and my actions to make sure that they are respectful and kind and I'm speaking life and not death. So that's the the how I'm praying. The second question is the when. Okay, that's great. And I said part of the when, I said daily, but when in the day, okay? So I'm saying that daily in the morning when I spend my time with God, I'm going to pray every morning for my marriage. So this area of focus is really where you're going to want to invest this year. Invest your time, invest your energy, invest your money, invest your resources. This is the area where you are going to show up for the most. You're going to prioritize it above the other things. Now, you always have to keep the priorities in line, right? Like you always 
are first a child of God and then you're a wife and then you're a mother, you know? And so those always, those don't shift, but with the rest of the time, the rest of the resources, you can bring something more into the focus. So let me share some other things that I'm going to do to focus on being a good wife this year. So another thing is that I am going to read books on how to be a good wife. And I love reading and something I've kind of neglected this year because I've been doing all these courses and building a business and all of these things, but I really want to get back to reading. And so it already kind of been a goal to read more books this year. But now I'm going to make sure that some of those books are specifically about being a good wife. And there's one specifically I already have that had been recommended to me that I'm really excited to start. And if you want to be on this wagon of being a good wife with me, this book is called The Power of a Praying Wife by Stormy O'Martin. And I have not read it yet, but my pastor recommended it to me. And I know if she recommends it, it's going to be good. So I'm really excited. I think it's kind of an old school one, which sometimes there's like... Oh, just good, deep, profound wisdom in that. So I'm excited for it. So that's the how I'm going to read. I have that book identified. I need to identify a couple a couple more. And the when is that I'm going to take at least one to two nights a week to read at the end of the day. So oftentimes I'm, uh, you know, have my laundry night or where I fold laundry or I'm, I'm working, you know, or we, me and my husband have our, you know, little traditions, like we have our pizza night where we watch a movie. And so I have a lot of my nights already delegated, but I'm going to set aside and make it a priority to at least one to two nights a week be reading at the end of the night. I'm calling this baths and books because I want to take more baths and read more books. So you can jump on that too with me if you want. <laughs> so the when is one to two nights a week. And so I'm scheduling this out because if I do not get that specific about it, it's not going to happen. We have so many things we're thinking about, so many things we're trying to do. We've got to be really specific about this. Okay, another way that I'm going to invest in my marriage and show up to make this focus the priority is that I'm going to work to make my husband the priority. I know that sounds redundant, but what I mean by this, I think I shared it with you last week is that I, whenever, whatever I'm doing, no matter if I'm in the middle of something really important, I'm going to stop, look up at him and acknowledge him. Not that I was, you know, completely ignoring him before, but I would stay in the zone, you know, and tell him I didn't have time or whatever. It makes me sound really bad. Maybe it was really bad. I wasn't completely ignoring him. I just, you know, was like, I'm, I'm focusing right now or, you know, I'm in the middle of something, but now I'm going to make it a priority to give him that full attention. I'm going to set my computer to the side. Now, this doesn't mean I have to stop completely. Like maybe I really do need to finish that work block, but I want to communicate that in a space where I'm fully present with him. Or I talk about, Hey, can we have time after this? Or let's schedule it for this time because I want to show him that he is the priority and he is not as scheduled as me. He likes spontaneity and flexibility. And so it's a big value to him that I, I show up in this way. And so that is one of the things I'm going to do. So it kind of has the how and the when. The how is I'm going to, you know, always give him that first focus. The when is every time. That's, that's my goal is every time. Okay, and then the the last way I want to show up as a good wife is I am going to take some like active action on something. So what that means for me, there's a few ways. One, I am currently taking the Systemize Your Life course with Chelsea Joe. Talked about it, obsessed, tell you more about it later. Or join the academy, you can hear her fundamental needs. Oh, it's just so good. 
Okay. But anyways, the, the last module of her course is on marriage. So I'm, you know, I'm right now I'm working my way through the business section and I'm about to get to the home section, but the, the, the marriage course will be in this year. And so I will make sure to give that a big focus. So that's something that's kind of already in process. I've already invested in it. I just need to invest the time now. So I'll make that a priority. The second thing is I want to really make it a priority to get back in to see our biblical counselor because it just, he's, it's just so great. It's, there's some, you know, we all need mentors in our life, people to speak into us, people to give us outside perspective. And for a while we were so good at this, but then the child care got hard and I just kind of got frustrated with the process. And so I didn't work as hard at it as I could. I got sometimes sick of being the one to have to coordinate it all. But that's just part of my job is like caring for our home is coordinating this kind of things. And I'm good at planning. So this is what I need to do. Invest my time, energy, and money into that. I also have a couple other things. There's there's another like wife course. You guys, I love online courses. They're the best. I hope you do too because I'm making one for you. <laughs> so uh, there's an online like wife course that I might want to take. So I think I'll see how the Systemize Your Life one goes and then maybe, you know, do that one afterwards. And then I also have like this marriage journal. It's like this prayer journal specifically for your husbands and for your marriage. And um, I might dive into that depending on how these other components go. So I have like a lot, a lot of courses of action. I have some things already in motion and then some things that I'm planning on kind of assessing after these other ones are done. So I want you to think about this, like what is your focus so maybe it is parenting. Maybe you realize like you just have not been showing up as the mom that you need to be. Um, and maybe, and you have to kind of dive deeper into what that is. So like for parenting, if it's because you are constantly dysregulated and you are full of anxiety or anger and you don't understand what you're feeling or, or uh, how to stop your reactions, then the academy would be a great place for you. That would be awesome. I would love to have you there. But if it's parenting, but it's more because you don't have these specific tools, like you don't know what to do when your kid makes a bad choice and you need to really figure out a framework that you want to use every time they make that choice, like a consequence and a set of, you know, repercussions from there and what that looks like and verbiage to use and all of those kind of specific parenting things, then maybe you need to find a parenting course because the academy isn't, we're going to talk about parenting, but it's mostly related to ourselves, how we are showing up and how we want to show up for our kids. So it's not about the specific tacticals of parenting, which are super important. So if that's you, then maybe find a different course on parenting specifically. And along with that, maybe it means scheduling out time in every day to give undistracted time, fully present with each of your kids. And maybe every day isn't reasonable for you. So maybe you're saying like, okay, four days a week, they are getting this chunk of time. It doesn't have to be like three hours. It can be 20 minutes even. Like uh, that's not the, all the time you want to spend with them. But if you're playing with them like nonstop for 20 minutes, that's a great start. And so figuring out how to prioritize that, how to schedule it. You might even want to say, okay, we're going to plan a family vacation. Like if, if your family does really well on vacation and that's the time where you're really present and you're connected, then you're going to want to invest your time, energy, and resources into a family vacation. Or you can do all of these things, right? Depending on like how much resources financially, how much resources time-wise you have to invest, like figure out a plan. I want you to come up with three to five things that you can do to invest in this focus. 
So ask God for your word of the year, identify what your focus is, and then schedule out how and when. What do the specifics look like? And, you know, really recommend, again, starting just with one and breaking that down because this can be encompassing of so much, right? Like you heard my goals for being a wife, like that's going to take up good portions of my time to do the reading and the courses and, you know, the prayer even. And so once you have that focus, make sure you write it some places, like put it on your mirror, put it on your phone, in your car, on your Bible, all of it. Like make sure there are reminders that this is your focus because I think, you know, just like resolutions, we can so easily just get into the motions of our days, miss a day or two, and then kind of just get on that trail and kind of forget about it. So if we have these physical reminders around us, it can help us stay on track. Another thing you can do to help you, Chelsea Joe, thank you for this as well, scheduling them in your Google Calendar. Like have a reminder pop up when you need to pray for whatever it is, or have a reminder pop up when you need to read this book. Or, you know, obviously like having these physical things to attend, like uh, like therapy or like a course, like that can also help you as well. And I know it's hard to pick one, but I think that's going to just set you up for success. And if, you know, six months in, you're just killing it and you feel like, wow, like this has completely changed because I really have done a good job investing my time, energy and resources into this. Then you can find another one. You know, you can go through the same process and pick your, your focus for the second half of the year. You know, you can make it your own as long as you are spending some good time in this spot. And like I mentioned, there's going to be other components that will probably come along with it. So like, you know, this last year, my, my word that God gave me was walk. And it was all about walking in this calling, walking in these things he had for me. And so the big focus of the courses and the, and my time was on building the business and learning about business and learning about podcasting and, you know, learning about my calling and all of these things. But then, you know, towards the end of the year, especially like with all of these new things happening, I needed some new rhythms. I needed some structure to help me sustain all of these new things. And so I, that's when I began Chelsea Joe's Systemize Your Life course, you know, which I'd already been listening to her podcast for a long time, but I decided to jump into her course. And now, you know, my focus is walk and that's really about my calling, but now I'm having these systems in my home and in my business and it's so life-giving. I love it so much. So, (laughs) you know, there's going to be other things that are going to come along with it that are going to support this focus. Well, I'm excited. Please make sure you hop into the Facebook group and tell us all about your focus. I can't wait to hear about it. And I do. I hope and I pray for some of you that the Academy is your next step as well. Like I am so pumped. I cannot wait to see for all of the life change that comes out of this space. So if that is you, make sure you go and check out the Academy. And I can't wait to hear from all of you what your focus is for this year and what that looks like. How are you doing it? When you're doing it? I am pumped. So make sure you pop into the Facebook group and tell us all about it. Let me pray for you. God, I thank you for these women. I thank you for goals and dreaming and vision casting and that you're in the middle of all of this and you just want growth for us, God, and you want more for us. And I just thank you that we cannot outdream you. We cannot out imagine you. And so God, I pray that you would speak to everyone that's listening. God, show them First of all, what, what their word is for the year. God, just speak loudly. Help them to hear you and be confident in your voice, Lord. And I just pray that you would just show them what focus you want to have 
for them for the year, God, how, where to set their mind, where to set their, their time, God, and their energy and their valuable resources, God. We, we know that where we put our resources is what we value, God. And so we just pray that you would guide each one of them in knowing where to place that and confidently place it, God. And just, um, we can't wait for the fruit that's going to come out of it, God. We know that when we prioritize your voice and, and step into what you have for us, God, there's going to be amazing fruit. And so we thank you for that. Can't wait to see all that you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Thank you.